the Brotherhood of the Silver Screen coming at you live from my basement. Thanks, everybody, again for listening. Now, last week I said something that um, I, I, I don't think Brad has ever given me a look like he has given me before. He's never given me a look like that before. When I told him that Home on the Range was made by Disney, Brad gave me this indignant, like, how could you possibly say that? He went right to the computer to prove me wrong. Brad, I got some terrible news for you. It's not DreamWorks. Home on the Range is Disney. I'm, I'm sorry. I, I acknowledged you. Yeah, I know you, you did, but yeah, what, but, but he's talking about. But your initial look, your initial your initial look was like one of how, horror. Couldn't yeah, one of horror. It was honestly, like, how could this honestly, be? Honestly, I was pretty upset because I want I clung to that. As you said, no, it was DreamWorks. Uh, I was like, yeah, the makers of because ants. They must have done yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and right. so you know, I clung. Who to has that. done this vile thing? Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> the, one time, the one time we're actually for some reason defend Disney. Right. Yes. Well, again, yeah, that, again, early, two, first early mistake. 2000s, they were still quality over quantity. Yeah. Right. 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 Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. yeah. I love Treasure Planet. Mm. Treasure Planet was mm, good. I you know, too, man. Yeah, I, I was. thought was, oh, that's yes. a good underrated. Yes. I thought it was good. The music I'll, was good. I'll be honest. Yes. John Resnick. John yeah, Resnick. That's right. Man. That's right. I'll be honest. I'll be honest. Treasure Planet and. Um, Emperor's New Groove might be my favorite Disney animated movies. Mm-hmm. You're kidding really? really? Wow, going for the new ones, huh? Treasure Planet. How about that? Dude, well, they are, still they got it. If you they watch it today, the animation's still good. I know, they yeah, aren't new CGI's anymore. They're, good. Still, they're, still both, right. they're still both like 2001. Right. But yeah. Actually, they mo- both might be like the same. Well, the, I always get it. I always look at the, if you see the Treasure Planet, al- that I'll, I'll call it, for lack of a better term, album art. Yeah. If you just look at, it's very... Uh, Adventurous, yeah, yeah. He's at the top of a mast and he's looking to the sky. There's flying ships and there's yeah. this big star. And in his hand, he's got that orb. Remember that? Yes, yeah. The thing, like he, the, inexplicably, the map. it was yeah. the map, right? Inexplicably he's got, figures out in two looking, seconds. And he's just looking, right? He's just looking up at the thing. I was like, man, this is an underrated. Yeah. People hate, didn't like it, but man, I thought it was awesome. Well, I you mean, know, it was well executed. Yeah. I mean, the the concept was well executed. Uh, it's a great idea. Let's take Treasure Planet and extend it to. The space instead of just the ocean. I mean, Treasure Island. Sorry, and extended right. space. That's a good idea. Well, that's what I, I'm, I, that's, was I good. mean. That's that's the thing is I feel like there's so much in in pop culture that's like are, are just obviously cool combinations of things to do that like people never touch on. Mm-hmm. Like I mean, the fact that it took them so many years to make a Final Fantasy fighting game where you just put all the dope characters from the last ten Final Fantasy games yeah. in a game and make it a fighter. Like, that's so cool. But it took them for, Square Enix forever yeah. to come up with that idea. Right, mm-hmm. right, Like, right. When, when fans were calling for it forever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so, mm-hmm. like, same thing here. Like, they just, like, it's like, it was, like, perfect. It was like, okay, Treasure Island... How do we make it modern and cool? Space pirates. Yes. Like, oh, yes. <laughs> it's like you're a kid. That's what yeah. it is. Yeah. It's like, like you're a yes. kid. You're like, yeah, let's have That's flight. the kind of yes. stuff we need. Whoever said space yeah. pirates, we dumb, need that We need that guy on everything. What's a dumb game you guys played all the time? I never played it, but I watched you play. It was that, that, that Nintendo GameCube game with RPG. That you guys played about the flying ships. Yeah, to ship. be more specific. The flying ships. Skies of Arcadia. Skies of Arcadia. Oh, yeah. yeah that's wow. Great. You played that one too, Brett? That was Dreamcast. I watched you. Oh, it was a Dreamcast. Oh, okay. oh wow. Okay. Holy cow, it was Dreamcast. Okay, yeah. that's a little bit different. I thought it was um, GameCube. I thought it was GameCube too. Well, that's right around Dreamcast? the same time. Uh, okay, no, I, I'm not yeah, sure. Yeah, but it was all about ships and flying ships and whatnot. Yeah, yeah. You guys were, yeah. Yeah, and, and, and just let me say something really quick. You know, I said that movie was well executed. I said it was well executed for, for taking treasure island and putting in space they did a good job but the the best representation of that book and i think the most accurate 
and the most well executed is definitely the Charlton Heston version <laughs> from. Oh. No, no, Muppet Treasure Island is a great. That's what I thought we was going close to. Number two. Okay, okay, close number two. Close number two. on the same wavelength. Close, we said no way two. Disney's in charge so of Home good. on the Range and yes. definitely Muppet Treasure yes. Island. Yes, close, cl- close number two Muppet is definitely. I don't want to take away anything from that wonderful film. Ha ha, silver. <laughs> I love the. <it. laughs> I love the natives. I forget what their names were. And Miss Piggy was head of the, of the yes. natives when they yes. got, finally got to the island. Yes, <laughs> that, that that scene, that scene where where, where she comes in and they're oh. like, uh, boom, shakalaka, yeah, boom, shakalaka, yeah. and then she comes in and yeah. you know, right, and yeah. then and then and then then she says something, and everyone's kind of like quiet, and then all of a sudden you hear in the background, boom, shakalaka. <laughs> Everybody, shut up! <laughs> That's so good. Yeah, and then you have you know, so much uh, for that. Yeah, uh, Tim, Tim Curry. No, <laughs> oh, Tim Curry. That's right. He was, Tim Curry was in it. Tim Curry. Oh my oh, goodness, such a well done. And and they did things in that movie that I just can't believe. You know, Blind Pew thinking that making making the obvious observation that Jim Hawkins looks and sounds like a girl in that movie. Yeah, you, know, right. those, yeah. you know, those little girls must have it. <laughs> <laughs> that is That's the funniest funny. line from that film. Even after Jim Hawkins is like, I'm not a girl, son. You know, and, and, and then later, then later they talk about Jim with that. Jim's gone. And then they say, the stuff is, you know, they took the, they took the treasure in the map. Those little girls must have it. <laughs> oh my goodness. That's that funny. is so funny. But uh, the best, the representation, Representation of that book, in my opinion, is still the Charlton Heston version yep. of uh, little well-known uh, Christian Bale as Jim Hawkins. Oh yeah, I know. Okay, um, I got you. Yeah, you know, great lines from that movie. Silence, fore and aft. Yeah, it has yeah. all the pirate lingo. Yeah, oh yeah, the greatest yeah. pirate I've ever seen, Charlton Heston. Who would have thought? Yeah, but it's actually directed by his son, who really didn't do anything after that. Hmm. So, uh, uh, if if you have time, obviously, That's great story, watch. Robert Louis Stevenson, great story. Three great films that 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 do that: uh, the Charlton Heston version, Muppet Treasure Island, Treasure Planet. In my Disney opinion, did it order. too in a movie version, and it was okay. I don't remember that. Yeah, Disney. Yeah, but they they, they script the characters. You know, I know it was Disney right. had a movie version yeah. of that mm-hmm. beyond Muppets. Mm-hmm. They and did a Treasure couple Planet. movie versions. Yep. Of yeah, it. They, did. they did a couple. They did obviously Treasure Planet was Disney. Um, but they did one back in the fifties. I remember they did a guy. I forget who Disney. On Disney and then that died. Disney was Muppets too. Ones. Disney was Muppets too. I think they still produce those Muppets movies. Well, I mean that's technically Jim Henson. Like they showed well, Jim, Jim Henson's, Henson, but I don't think he, Jim Henson's production because they have yeah, that. They're, the, not, the, they're the, not owned by Disney. No. The picture of Kermit. Owned, I know they're not owned by Disney. I'm saying you know I'm the picture of Kermit yeah, that they no, do. I, I think that's in the home production Walt company. Disney was also on there too. I could be wrong. Okay, I could be wrong. Yeah, Brad. Brad can look it up. Anyway, so this is the big ticket item. Sorry, Rabbit Trail. This is where we talk about uh, uh, one movie. Dove has written a review of Spider-Man: um, Far From Home. Yeah, do you want to do you want to explain the format? The kind of yeah, I changed format? the format. Uh, before we used to do um, everyone would kind of give their uh, their thoughts one by one, and it was kind of uh, informal. And uh, I changed it so that one of us is going to write a review every month, and we're going to post it on the Facebook page. A formal review. Yeah, formal review. Um, Dove is about to read his review, and then Joe and I are going to add our comments after he's done. Go ahead, Dove. What do you got? Okay, yeah, and uh, talking, we do have a English major in the room. Okay, yes. and J- Mr. Bainey, I apologize for any mistakes and errors. That Spider-Man anyway. there, he uh, he's swinging around, and I was like, um, yeah, wow. Use guys. Use guys got to go see this movie. That dang Spider-Man. 
Okay. Yeah. So this is a very long, but um, hopefully you guys enjoy it. Short okay. Sweet. So, yeah. So I like it. Um, Ernest Hemingway in the room. Okay. <laughs> Let me just get this back up here so that I can do this. Ernie Bob. Yeah. Hopefully you guys enjoyed. There were some things that I didn't want to get into just for sake of time, but um, so here goes. Okay. Going into the movie theater to watch Spider-Man Far From Home, my expectations were, shall we say, somewhere in the middle. Uh, Part of me was super excited to see my favorite Marvel character in action again. And part of me was fighting back premature disappointment that this was going to be Spider-Man Homecoming Part 2, which I didn't particularly enjoy, partly because I thought it was the worst Spider-Man movie since Spider-Man 3 with Tobey Maguire, and even that movie had redeeming qualities. So with a healthy mix of excitement and disappointment, I took the plunge into the extremely comfortable reclining seats at the Fox Theater. Um, (laughs) Far From Home has us once again following along as Peter Parker takes the next step as Marvel's most famous character. This time, closing out the Infinity War saga, we now see the effects on the Marvel Universe post-snaps. He decides he wants to go on a class trip with his friends and leave his web swinging behind for his vacation only to find out that his problems follow him in classic Spider-Man canon. He finds himself at odds with the new villain Mysterio and has to worry about the fate of the city as well as navigate the maze of a high school love interest in Mary Jane. To make a movie about all this seems simple enough, but in typical Hollywood fashion, sometimes simple is just too difficult. I took issue with many things in this movie as well as enjoying different aspects of it, which I hope to make clear moving forward. All the characters and supporting actors were lacking as usual. Uh, Spider's best friend, I still don't remember his name. In my <laughs> mind, I always refer to him as the fat Asian kid. That's Ned. <laughs> was, uh, Ned, okay. You dork. Was only kind of funny at times. Flash Thompson isn't Flash Thompson. Who is that kid anyway? Mary Jane was cute but awkward in a weird way and not really likable. Aunt May was irrelevant to the whole story and doesn't need to be there. The class teachers were just whatever. The character of Happy, uh, the replacement for the dead, well-known, and surprisingly missing character of Uncle Ben, was about as boring as an old Xbox game you finished eight years ago that you didn't take back for store credit. (laughs) My favorite character in the whole movie besides Spider-Man and Mysterio was J. Jonah Jameson. Spoiler alert. Coming back into the Spider-Verse. Coming back into the Spider-Verse at the end of the credits. My mind flashed back to him interacting with everyone in the, in the first Spider-Man, and it just put a smile on my face. Peter Parker was his usual whiny self, always crying every other scene, and seems to have nothing to offer except tears. No confidence, no humor, no strength, at least until the very end. The scene of him and Aunt May giving a speech to the public was so unlike Spider-Man that I actually thought someone else was in the suit. It seems as if this version of Peter Parker simply does not want to be Spider-Man, and is acting like he is stuck with it against his will. He is easily overwhelmed by every situation thrown his way. Nick Fury even pointed this out by reminding him that he fought Thanos in space. Surely these matters are tiny compared to that. My thoughts exactly, Nick. I understand that Peter Parker as a character is constantly dealing with problems. It's what makes him human. I understand that the writers would be trying to stress that part of his character, but it was just too much. I can only take a certain amount of whining and moaning before I get frustrated. I guess he is still growing into his role as a superhero after two whole movies, one cameo where he fought the Avengers, and a whole galaxy-spanning galactic infinity war against the most powerful villain in the universe. (laughs) Also, no spider sense? 
Were the writers informing the audience that Peter's spider sense was dysfunctional by throwing a banana at his head? If they were, it's simply bad writing. This is a far cry from the Spider-Man we saw in Captain America Civil War. That was a Spider-Man I'd be excited to watch again and again. He always had something funny to say, such as stating that Cap's shield doesn't obey the laws of physics. Classic. That was a Spider-Man that was funny, confident in who he was, and strong to the point that he didn't even know his own strength. Pure fun to watch. We don't need Tobey Maguire or Andrew Garfield or some other version of him, but is it too much to ask for Marvel to give us the Spider-Man they already gave us? Despite his flaws, Far From Home did have some saving graces. Jake G, once again, did an excellent job as Mysterio. The suit was cool, the storytelling with him was entertaining, and the mind games he played with dealing with Spider-Man brought me right into the comic books. Another positive aspect only happened once, but it was brilliant. Spider-Man fighting the drone army was pure thrill. Non-stop action. Watching him fly around in the sky, taking out drones in every web-slinging way possible. For a short period of time, I felt that thrill again. The same way I felt when I watched Tobey Maguire first use his web to catch Uncle Ben's killer. I didn't want it to stop. I found myself constantly afraid that they would stop the scene mid-action and cut to his useless friends who no one cared about. The scene was awesome, and I wanted more of it. It seems I am constantly being disappointed in all the Tom Holland Spider-Man movies so far. The recurring theme of way too much nonsense and not enough Spider-Man action. To sum it all up, Far From Home to me was a bad day at the golf course. I usually play golf with a certain level of expectation that I'll do okay, with a typical four or five lost balls, a couple of worm burners off the tee, and some decent shots for a mediocre, somewhat frustrating final score of 115. Far From Home had all of it, all of the frustrating things that make golf hard to deal with. But the drone battle on the bridge was that one straight shot for 275 yards. It was the putt you sink from 30 yards out, that chip shot that lands a foot from the hole. It's because of that one shot in the game of golf, that one scene in the movie, that always has me coming back for more. Wow. That's it. That was a really well-written review. You think? That was... Yeah, yeah I disagreed with ba- basically all of it, but um, it was very <laughs> well, it was very well written. It was very well written. It was very well written. Oh, thanks. I appreciate relatable, it. Relatable? Short? Not relatable. Yeah, it wasn't Not too, relatable. It wasn't too long. But, but, um, <laughs> it wasn't too long. Wow. I just, no, we can talk wow. about it. I'm, I'm impressed. I have to admit, I'm impressed. No, I agree. I do want to give you props on the writing. Oh, thanks, pre- Joey. You know what? On the writing and the presentation was great. See, I thought it would be the opposite. I thought Joey would be like, yeah, you could use better writing, better nah, diction. Was, it was insightful. No, no. Okay. Well, I, I well, that was my take. I wouldn't go so far as to call it insightful. I'm not sure. But, uh, mm, I thought <laughs> it was very insightful. insightful. <laughs> All right, kidding. Joey, what are your thoughts, man? I mean, I think, okay, so I guess there are, are two. I know Joey really liked it. I <clears> wasn't so much, but. I did. But, um, yeah. the, I mean, the other thing is I think there are two facets about the characters that you're missing here. The first thing is is that this deal that Marvel has with Sony is actually from what I did some reading into it recently just mm-hmm. to prep for this is actually like really a big bummer. Mm-hmm. Basically they have the rights to every character but Spider-Man. Sony does still. So so the reason Ned exists instead of mm-hmm. um, instead of why am I blanking on his name? His best friend. Harry Osborn. Harry Osborn. Instead of Harry Osborn. Um and uh, I mean, they basically they gave him MJ and or they gave him they didn't even give him MJ actually. So her, I don't think her name is Mary Jane, which is why they always call her MJ. I'm pretty sure they've never mm. called her Mary mm. Jane. They don't have the rights to Mary Jane. They could not cast a 
a redhead to play that role. Like they basically like everything they do, it has to not match those characters for copyright reasons. They basically gave them even Aunt May. I think they're allowed to use the name, but like she's like way younger in this movie than than she has been in every other movie, mm-hmm. right? Like, and yes. she's gotten progressively younger. But again, she doesn't I don't really. Think he calls her Aunt May. He probably calls her May. Yeah, it's true. That's true too. So there's like a lot of basically working around copyrights. The other thing too, the other thing here is, I would also say that this is, I mean, we've had we've had five Spider Mans before Marvel got their hands mm-hmm. on actual Spider Man. So I think they're just trying to do things differently. Yeah. So I don't know. I, I, I think they're trying I to do it from a modern from a modern standpoint. I love what they've done with Flash. To be honest with you. Like the fact that he's the fact that he's basically a rich, like DJ douchebag is like is like all is like a great like okay if we're gonna take like who's gonna be a modern high school bully, that's that's awesome to me. To me, hmm. like but I he mean, isn't though. I don't know. What do you I, mean? I, I, he isn't really a bully. I mean, he was kind of in Homecoming. He was a bully, and he was a bully in Homecoming. And yeah, then they said bully with he's a bully with no with with no punch, you know, because everyone kind of looks at him as a douchebag and a jerk. Yeah, you know, and, and I mean, that's most bullies today. That's uh, most bullies, but I don't think Flash me, Flash was a popular jock. You know, he was popular. He right, was liked. They, he was well liked. He was picking is, on kids we had, weaker than him. But we had popular jocks in the previous movies. We didn't need another popular jock. Well, just make him popular. You know, make him make. I mean, he I had to have something that's like like him. I don't think so. I think I I. I don't. I don't. I mean, I didn't even remember Ned. No, that's that's true. I left there going, "What is that dude's name? I don't know his name." Ned. Uh, Ned. Yeah. I thought that. I thought. I mean, there were some things in here that I didn't put, but the 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 it just didn't have the same humor as like a Thor or something. It didn't well, yeah, have the it's same about type younger of, kids, and they just didn't do a good job. No, I they just did was not that. I just was not entertained by it. I didn't think it was that funny. I thought the. I thought the. The teachers were supposed to be this some comic relief, and I'm like, you yeah, guys are they, not. They the teachers, bad the, teachers the, were, the teachers were weird. Yeah. Teachers but were I think the kids inclusion. were too. The whole thing is like, with, there's Betty Brant, right? And then they kind of like get together, and then it's like, oh, we broke up. And I'm like, am I supposed to laugh at that? I just yeah. don't. I, 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 it was not funny. I thought that okay. was supposed to sort of portray like high school relationships. Yeah, for yeah. The most part. I, th- I feel like I didn't I, think that was real. To together the best. and apart, it definitely, it definitely is real. It definitely yeah, is real. Yeah, I, I, I actually thought that was pretty funny. I mean, yeah. the whole. I mean, I wasn't like laughing, but I just thought it was funny. The, how the, the, their relationship with, with him and Betty? I thought that was funny. I, I thought that was. I mean, I, I want to say it was good. I just thought it was funny. It was. It was good. I didn't think. I, I mean. I, I, I mean, the thing, I the thing about it is, is that is, Spider-Man is about. I mean, they've. Sorry. They've casted a kid, and Spider-Man is about being a kid, and so like and growing up. So like you, I mean, basically you everything you faulted him for was for being a kid, which is what Spider-Man's about. No, I about. faulted it for be for being bad writing. No, okay, you, fa- you faulted him. You faulted him for for being upset for not knowing what he's supposed to do. Yes, for like, yeah, that's what kids. That, that's what kids do. I would expect that in the first movie, not after fighting in Infinity War. That's but true. He, yeah, that's he true. Just I mean, he just Tony. he just lost Tony, who was the his only North Star. So he was he was crying and whining about everything. There was not one thing. He was, about o- everything. he was overwhelmed by everything. He wasn't crying. Everything no, was overwhelmed. He, he's not, Mysterio he's not over- was overwhelmed. No, he wasn't overwhelmed. He was overwhelmed he, by waves and elementals. It's like, dude, okay, you fought well, Thanos' army. Okay. You were in space. I mean, okay. You, you, I mean, you, this is this is this movie should have been the way that he was. There was no confidence here, and this is my my and my go to my go back to is I'm not asking him to be Toby or anything like that. Can you be the guy that you were in Captain America Civil War? That was you at the beginning. You're, yeah. you're, you're fighting these guys. You don't even know your own strength. The, guy, the Winter Soldier punched you, catching you. You're like, dude, man, you're pretty strong, bro. It was, uh, that was like 
Spider vs. Spider-Man. Somehow really impervious to injury and always has something smart to okay, say. Okay, but he's also got Tony on his side in that. Now right. Tony's dead. Right. And he's, fight, and he's fighting elementals, which, I mean, right. I don't know if they should have done it this way. I, I could I could see that the elementals... Well, it wasn't really I could see the elementals was, being bad writing in, this, in that sense, but basically... The threat that he's presented with, along with Nick Theory, is that it's a Earth-destroying threat. Yeah. If they let the molten lava creature get too big, he destroys the planet. So I mean, right. and so now, so now you've got Spider-Man. Tony's died. He has like basically his Uncle Ben. I mean, they never show us that, but his Uncle Ben is dead. Tony's dead. He has like no figure like that. He's basically not had his his with great um, power, power comes, comes great, great responsibility. responsibility. He's not really had that moment. And so, and so Mysterio presents himself as his new Tony Stark and then betrays him, which is why he's upset. I would argue he has at that moment. He did. When Tony died, he did. Did he not talk to the Tony whole time, at the end? The whole time. Did he not pretty much tell him the same thing in different words? Yeah, but it makes sense that he but would. But he didn't, he didn't have like a shred of confidence the entire time. Right. And it was just driving me nuts. I'm right, like, but that's When kids. Nick Fury was Those sitting there, he was like, he was like, are. he was like, B, you've been to space. Mm-hmm. I'm like. Yeah, yeah, but giving us, like, but giving us. That's the thing is, is Spider Man when he's fighting in Civil War and in, in Avengers mm-hmm. when he's fighting alongside Tony Stark, mm-hmm. he doesn't believe in himself. He believes in Tony, which is why he's able to kind of just like be this well, then, like kid, right? Like he's just he's, that's, that's, a, that's an interesting. Point. That's an interesting point, but they didn't convey that too well in this movie. I thought they did. I mean, uh, it was, I don't no, think they he, did either. Because there was nothing, you saying that right now. I'm like, oh, that's an interesting point. Yeah, I never would have thought that. I mean, it's okay, like how the, the whole that time I'm movie. going. Well, well, shouldn't it be? To me, it seems so easy just to be like, dude, this dude is a little bit more mature than his friends, like a lot. Um, but at this point in stage of his life, yeah, he should absolutely. Be, he shouldn't. I be, thought they spelled it out. He, he be, came home. Upset that Tony's dead. I mean, literally, the first scene is is yeah. him telling Happy, "I miss, I miss Mr. Stark." You can still do and that. And then, and then he's saying, all he's saying is, "I want to ditch the Spider-Man stuff. I just want to be a kid," because he's just a kid. He's like 16, 17 years Not old. Not anymore. Yes. Yeah, he could speak. If you tell it, if he could be that way in age, but not a dude. If you went through what he went through, you'd be way more grown up than he was. I don't think so. Way oh, more. Absolutely. absolutely. I mean, you're fighting yeah. people in space yeah. and, and plus, fighting Thanos. You, I mean, this I mean is, fighting this Thanos is, in space doesn't doesn't age you. Doesn't like, absolutely. I'm not it saying does. it I mean, doesn't yeah, age you. It matures you big time, dude. You were dead. You died. You came back to life. You know, I wanted some semblance of like, you know what? But again, uh, I, I, again, you're basically not to, asking, not to mention again, he also beat Vulture too. I mean, like, you know, he's again, beating these he's people. Been through he's a beaten lot. one been person. Through a lot. I mean, throughout the comics, Spider-Man does not just grow up. I mean, first off, again, the whole point of Spider-Man is it's about him being a kid. It's about a kid mm-hmm. growing, like growing up. Which I thought mm-hmm. both movies have like at least done a semi good job. No, they're not. Track. He's still the same. Well, at the end of this one, it seemed like am I? Am I? I'm sitting there going, has he grown up finally? That's what I'm thinking. I'm going. He okay. He beat Mysterio. Now is has he arrived? I don't know. I feel like I'm going to get another Spider-Man movie. You could. I mean, we're crying and doubting himself that's, again. That's it. I mean, that's a different story though because I, because we've well when some, well hold on something we've talked about. I will say this something we've talked about. The three of us have talked about in terms of these superhero movies is that basically because they can't seem to get originality that they. I mean, it's what happened. What we talked about with Thor. They they grew him up and then they reset his character yes, arc. Yeah. So could they, could they reset Spider Man's character arc for the next movie? Yes. And then that would be that would be a pain in the butt. But I don't think his arc from from Civil War till now. I don't think there's been any like giant resets in that arc. 
I mean, the fact, I mean, right. basically well, the I mean, fact and that, that's part of my problem. I mean, I, I, I feel like we're back. This is, this is homecoming Spider-Man right here. Um, well, again, There's I think no growth. Where's the there growth? There has. I mean, when you have a, when you have, when you have your father Ooh, figure where, die, where is the growth? But though? his when father had, figure died with growth? uncle Ben too. Well, I, I, he was the first father figure. They replaced him with with Tony, essentially. Right, but again, if and you if your father figure, di- I mean, well, he's been had a, quite a few father figures die. His first yeah, father figure would, died when his father, you right? Think he <laughs> so. would, I know, but I, whenever I see Hollywood, uh, like when people, I don't know, there seems to be no, there was no, I, I didn't see much character development with him. I mean, it seems like he's still right. He's still that kid. I got a problem with that. He's still that kid, but he's Spider Man. That's the point. They did but he doesn't, want, but he doesn't they like did, being him. They he's, did he's want to. They, no, no, he's Spider Man. That's the point. He's a kid. They did not want to. He's still supposed to be seventeen so years I, old. I know in age. But okay, but I'm just saying it's weird that you guys are basically pegging this as being a bad movie because he played Spider Man. No, like you're basically saying I watched a Spider Man movie because I love Spider Man, but also I hate the character. No, this of is the, what Dave is saying is no. that all this should have happened I, I in the first film, and then you can't do this again in the next one. You know, the unconfident um, Spider Man in the first film, and then he goes through all these adventures that's supposed to, like you said about all Thor, these adventures that like, end in Tony dying. That, that end in Tony dying. Now, if you can make the argument that every 100 percent of his confidence was in Tony and never in himself. That if I you can make you that argument, make that that argument, then you might carry of, it. But I don't think they I made think Marvel made that carrot argument. I, don't I definitely think, Marvel think they did. That. I mean, basically, all he they, does they is po- talk about Tony Stark. Poorly. He's there in Civil War because of Tony Stark. He's like, oh hey, hey guys, it's cool to meet you. You're all my like my favorite superheroes. I'm here because Tony picked me up. He thought I'd be good at this. It's he's he basically he all his di- I just, all his dialogue says that I'm here because Tony Stark wants know, to be here. Did he employ did he employ Tony Stark to beat Vulture? Yes, I think. Tony Stark's all know. throughout that movie. Yeah, but 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 he pretty much beat Vulture by himself. I mean, Tony wasn't there helping no, him, I mean, giving him encouraging it, it That was his own battle between him and Vulture. So so if if, if that's his own but battle, Vulture was like nobody. So what? I mean, you, you, the 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 arc should have I, ended all's there. Saying, all's this should have been his confidence. Had to need Tony to beat the Vulture. Comic book wise, Spider Man goes through twenty a, a giant rogues like gallery of people before he really grows up. He doesn't he doesn't beat. He doesn't beat any of one of those characters and say, oh, yeah, yeah. now I feel like, now I, feel like saying, I can do this. Now yeah. I feel like, oh, because I just because I beat Vulture or just because I beat Rhino, I feel like I can do this. He beats like four or five of them and then still feels like he's not enough. Like you can still because he's I, a teenager. I know. I, th- I feel like you can still do that and still have him grow through it. You can see him become stronger and wiser. You can see all that. I didn't I see think that. The, I think the point of this movie, the reason they put it right after Endgame was because he was the biggest character they could show the loss of Tony Stark about. So this was really, even though Tony wasn't in this movie, this movie, just like the first movie, was really hinged on Spider-Man's relationship to Tony. And yes. so he did not, and so this whole movie is, I don't have Tony anymore. I'm very sad about it. I just want to be a kid because the responsibilities of being a superhero are too much for me. Without That's, Tony. without Tony. Right, without Tony. And then he, he meets Mysterio who becomes like, oh, like almost this Tony Stark substitute which he's like really interested in at first, and then he gets betrayed by him, which makes right. him kind of curl into himself even more until he realizes that he has to try and beat him so that he doesn't kill everybody. Yeah, I, and I, I still think you can have that type of an arc without making him just a complete whiny wimp. I didn't think he was a whiny wimp. Until the very died, end. Finally. He just doubted no, himself. He, he just doubted himself. Again. 
and again and again. It's there's just constant doubt. It's like it's like Batman again. It's like watching him going, I don't know if I want to be Batman. It's like, dude, you're driving us crazy. Like actually, I got a thrill okay, when he goes you, when he goes like if it was your job to save suit, the world. You'd be mm-hmm. doubting yourself constantly. Yeah, but but I'd be going. You know what? I got a job to do, man. I don't think so. At this point, he should be after 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 all that he's been through. I feel, uh, that's where I think the character should be. Now, finally, he did do it, and I actually went, "Oh, here he comes!" Finally, for the last ten minutes of the movie, he goes happy. He's like, "What are you going to do about it?" And he goes, "I'm going to go kick his a." I'm like, "Thank you! Finally, here he is. Is he? He's arrived. I hope so. You know." And that, at that point, I was like, "Finally, he's gonna he's gonna go." To, like, like, and then he did, he got the new suit or whatever. Now he's all confident. I'm going, where has this guy been? Oh, I remember where he was back. Captain America, civil war. That was that kid again hmm. back then. I think you're putting way too much stock in him in civil war. Way too much. Stock. That was awesome. In civil war. Like they paid so much respect to him. Cause, yes, cause because as Spider-Man, this, this, did. this Spider-Man, I hope they don't put Deadpool in here because Deadpool will eat this dude's lunch. As far as like wit and everything, because he had nothing to say. There was no witty anything when he was Spider Man. Remember that scene where he was with Mar- with his aunt and they were in the front of the crowd. Yeah. And he comes up and he goes, "Hey." Yeah. And walks out. I literally was sitting there going, "Is this Flash in the suit?" Like I thought Peter was somewhere else. Oh. I was like, "This is not Spider Man. Where is he?" You know. And I was like, "The last time I saw Spider Man that I liked watching that a witty comeback, powerful." confident when he now i'm okay with when he like takes off the mask he's like peter again and i know he's got his issues which is spider but when he puts on the mask he's like go time yeah and 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 when i saw him in civil war i was like i was thrilled that i would have hated it if he got his butt kicked in civil war mm-hmm. i would have been an insult to the character he is incredibly formidable his spider sense makes him extremely powerful yeah and he didn't even seem to know he's on strength he's just kind of like taking guys out yeah no, he got taken out yeah, you know, he got slapped around a little bit, and Tony right. was like, "Yeah, I wanted to see that kid. It's who Marvel introduced to me. They introduced that guy the to standard. me, and I wanted and to see him Tony again. Stark. It still shouldn't change his his, his ability to to um, confidence changes be, your ability to do everything. But but they they could have written that better in here. I yeah. didn't sense I think, that. I thought it was. I'm like, obvious. wow, Tony was. <sighs> it's just, all, it's, I mean, we should move on because we've talked about this too much, but. All I'm gonna say is that I think it was pretty. All the, I mean, basically, all the whining and crying was because of Tony. It didn't so, get. It didn't. So I, that, I don't just know how you write that it. anymore. Obviously, I, I think that the time for whining and crying should. I mean, I mean, uh, I mean, I believe that there's a there's a time and place for whining and crying about the death of Tony Stark. But if it's true that he really did go, do go through all that stuff, and suddenly the death of one person uh, suddenly he makes him doubt his himself, especially after he beat a lot of those people by himself, without Tony Stark. Uh, I, I'm, I'm just kind of scratching my head going, okay. And, 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 and you know what? It wouldn't be so powerful. I wouldn't be so powerful about this if, if um, I wouldn't be so powerful about this if I, uh, if I hadn't seen it so many times before. If I got so frustrated that, that, that these people keep doing this, they keep emasculating these male characters, these confident and strong male characters in Thor and the other Spider-Man where uh, Spider-Man, the first one, Tobey Maguire, ends the movie by saying, I know I am, I'm Spider-Man. And the next movie is going, who am I? I don't know who I want to be anymore. If I hadn't seen this so many times, I'd be right there with you. Okay, I see what they did there. But 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 again, the history of these people emasculating their own characters and, and destroying them and saying, oh, it's another unconfident male. Oh, this is exactly what they want. They want to have these people. And 
It gets frustrates the heck out of me. And I do want to say a couple things. I don't think I agree with you on that, but I, I mean we've agreed because of that character reset. But I I right. would say that I think for Spider Man it fits when he's a kid. Well, I forgive you for that because you made a compelling argument. Now, I do want to say some <laughs> things. I, I, I would agree with that if it was maybe, maybe one movie after Homecoming, maybe. Right, right. This is one movie after Homecoming. It, it well, it's one movie after Homecoming and the Infi- I mean, Endgame, Endgame and Infinity War of the stuff he was doing. I just felt like he should have grown all out so much of all that stuff. Yeah. So I want to I want to draw attention to the fact that it's been a long time since I've seen a movie, with the exception of that horrible remake of Fantastic Four, where I'm looking at the bad guy. I'm going, uh, it was exciting for me as I was going, how is he going to beat this guy? Mm-hmm. How's yeah. he going to beat him? Yeah. It, it was like me, you know, waking uh, in a dream, waking up in the morning and dreaming that I get up and walk to the bathroom. And then I wake up and going, oh, my word, I didn't even walk to the bathroom. I'm still in bed. Ah! You know, and then I have another dream of getting up and going to walk to the bathroom. Like, oh, I got to get out of this cycle. How am I going to do it? I can't make myself wake up. That's how I thought. I'm like, I'm watching this going, how is he going to beat this guy? I have, it's been a long time since I thought that. Like, how, how are you going to beat him? Like, I know that you can, but how? You know, Mysterio good, and, I yeah, and, and and of course, the way that you beat him is Spider Sense. Of course, you know, I I don't really forgive them for for them being like, oh, well, Spider Sense is gone for some reason. I didn't okay, know it was no, I don't, I don't, I was. I, I don't I think was, I think again. I think that was tied to the Tony Stark thing. Mm. I I think that I I don't think he was really using his Spider if Sense. They would have just explained that a little bit better. I think I, think I, I would have forgiven him, but they, I don't forgive him. I don't think they, like, I don't think he was using his Spider Sense all that often. I think was the point, and so like this was like him basically taking on the mantle himself rather than doing it because Tony Stark told him to, as I think is basically what the I think your ideas are great, but I just think they were poorly communicated in the film. And um, I'm looking at it. Brad, did you think any of the stuff that you always thought? Uh, I disagree <laughs> with all of you because I didn't even see the movie. Oh, okay. I oh. Seen okay. oh, I thought you did see it. Uh, I did not. Okay. What about um, Athena? Let's ask Athena. Athena, what are your thoughts? I mean, I hate to be this person, but I really, <laughs> I really did... I enjoyed it. I did not like Homecoming. I, I walked out of that movie and it was on the bottom of my list. Mm-hmm. It Terrible. literally is on the bottom of my Marvel <laughs> ranked list. Um, really? It's, it's pretty close to the bottom. But I... It was pretty bad. I, I completely understood him being this this unconfident, like, sad, <laughs> sort again. of pathetic kid again. I did because, because, like, he doesn't have a lot of role models in his life and his biggest role model just died like out of the blue sort of Mm -hmm. and um and i just felt like he didn't want to go back to that he was sort of scarred from that that whole thing and he just wanted to forget about it forget about it and go back to being go back to his own life and he he kept saying he did keep saying that he wanted to just be the friendly neighborhood spider-man from in in new york where is he from bronx queens i don't know somewhere around there queens um And that he wanted to do little things. He wanted to be the Spider-Man that helps the old lady across across the street or somebody whose purse gets stolen that he gets it back. He wanted to be that. He didn't want to be saving the entire world from giant elemental things that are going to, you know, he didn't want that on his shoulders because he didn't have any support anymore. His Tony Stark support is gone, and the Avengers support is kind of gone because his his connection to the Avengers was Tony Stark, and so I felt like he didn't really have much of a connection with them at all anymore. And so when when Nick Fury comes in and says, "Hey, you're going to do this," and he's like, "No, I don't want to do this. I don't want, I don't feel comfortable enough to do this by myself." And yeah, I, and, and I understand, but I just I, I, I just think that that's that's uh, the the things that he did. 
leading up to this, whether Tony Stark or no, um, are, are just pretty incredible standalone. Well, th- incredible, things. but I'm, again, he has to. He not only so he's not only sad that his his mentor is dead and father figure is dead, but also he also is dealing with the fact that everybody basically saw uh, this is the Marvel universe. We've had twenty two movies where no significant character has died, basically, mm-hmm. um, except for Quicksilver, I guess, who wasn't even that significant. But yeah, right, right. Um, but, <laughs> whatever. Anyway, but anyway, so Tony Stark's death, he was the monumental character, right? So he not only sees his father figure die, but he also like sees what it means to actually be a hero, mm-hmm. a character who, who started the whole universe as the hero, now dies the hero, now leaves his, his child and, and wife as the dead hero, mm-hmm. right? And so Spider-Man is probably, he's probably going home saying, not only do I not have the support, but I have to ask myself, do I really want to do this? Do I really want to, do I, do I want to have, do I want to like have a girlfriend and be a regular kid or do I want to go fight bad guys and potentially kill and potentially die? So. And uh, I also, Well, he was I asking love- that in Homecoming. Yeah, wasn't he? He's like, when are we done asking that? Or or, or, sh- or ever, are we? I, mean, ever? I feel like I feel like in, I feel like if death is inevitable, you're never really done asking that question. <laughs> yeah, I I would agree well, with so, that. But I can is there, somehow is there a the t- other superheroes don't seem to ask that question. I, I mean, because they're not sixteen. Yeah, exactly. That's <laughs> they don't, our point. They don't okay, have but, the yeah, opportunity well, to go jo- back to Joey high school. Joey said and... the thing is death, not age. They're all dealing with it. Both. No, no, no. Death is death is what they're facing. But how we deal with death. As adults versus how we deal with death as kids is very different. Is what I'm saying. That's why she, that's why we were saying. Yeah, I agree with adult that. superheroes. I just, I the adult like, superheroes aren't like asking that I question. I feel like him. Spider-Man technically 22. Okay, no, he's 17. 17. 16. <laughs> you know, 17. I think he was a senior. A five-year gap in uh, Endgame. I just yeah. Well, yeah, but they don't grow up when they're yeah. Dead. They don't grow up yeah. when you're dead. And I just he's I yeah. yeah. And part of me, part <laughs> of me, I know it's young. Explain the a big part of this whole thing was what. That's a dumb argument. Yeah, obviously I know, and I explained this a million times. Oh, not you. I just had a. I mean, I just had a. It was frustrating to watch this guy um, that that has been through what he's been through and just lacks so much confidence. And I know, I know, I know Tony was dead and all this stuff, but it just seemed to permeate into every little. He couldn't even ask a girl out. Yeah, it's and really see, I, just I hard think, for me. I to, think talking what what you're talking about though there. I think how you fix your problem is. I, I think I think what they should have done. What, they, what they should have done was they should have given him the confidence, but taken away the desire. Okay, the, okay. Without Mister, I don't want to do this without Mister Stark. I know I can, but I don't want to. Mister Stark's gone, and he was my motivation. I, I know I fought Thanos, but I don't want to do this. You know, and if they would have communicated that, where I know I can, but I just don't want to. You know, uh, you know, if they would have done that, I would have understood. But the, you take away the confidence and the desire. That that's like okay, that that doesn't make sense because you know doing all the stuff you should have done should have given you enough confidence to be able to take over a, a couple elementals trying to destroy the world. Maybe you know. I just I, I, I as, think if you're if you're gonna fix that problem, I, I think take guys, away the. Confidence. I think you guys are taking out your your anger about there being no real truly confident superheroes on Spider Man when he's not the superhero. You should be well, taking, if he was, if you take, if he was anger out on, if he wasn't just crying the whole time, I'm I mean, just saying, I'm just saying, a little bit. He's just constantly crying. It's like, God, dude, please grow a pair. I mean, I'm sitting there getting frustrated. I'm like, and then he finally, finally I don't did. I remember up him the, crying that often. Finally, up there in the plane, he finally did. And I'm like, okay, finally, we're back to where we were, and that was great. That's when it turned good. 
And and that's when he was like, now I'm going to go freaking do this. And I just felt it was just like, finally. And that's when we had the awesome bridge battle. And he's like all about Dove it. Dove just, wants, Dove and, just and, wants like John McClane in the spider suit. Well, I want more <laughs> scenes. This might be you're correct because more scenes. I need it. I said this to Luke, right? Whenever he's around, remember Infinity War? Yes. When when Thanos is boom and he blows everybody up and everybody's floating around space, right? And he's going out there and he's webbing them back. Do you remember yeah. that scene? Yeah. I'm going, as soon as I'm watching, I'm like, please don't cut away. Please. Everything he does is awesome. Mm-hmm. Please don't move it. Don't move the screen. I want to watch him flip around and do this stuff. And it's just too short. And then it happened again in Endgame when he finally got the, the yeah. thing. And I'm sitting there going, finally, Spider-Man's doing something. Right, and he's doing yeah. something, and it's too short. Yeah, and then finally, now we get to the next movie. I'm like, do something, anything. Mm-hmm. But I and then like he's like he was, fighting I the thing. Like oh, time, I got splashed and poof, I felt like you know, every and time I'm knocked down, down for the count. Let Mysterio handle. I'm down. You know, I got splashed by a wave. Oh man, I'm gonna watch this guy. Wow, he's amazing. I'm like, can you please just do something like you've been to? And then finally, I see it, the bridge battle, and I'm like, here it is, and it was awesome. And he's on fire. <laughs> flipping around he's crashing stuff together he's doing spider-man stuff and it's still honestly like i find them like oh my gosh i'm getting that thrill again yeah you know and then it stopped and that's fine <laughs> i need more and, of that this might be please. this might come down to be a, a testament to the standards that we hold the teenagers that actually might come down to that um you know for, for me even though you're a teenager it's still unforgivable you're a young man okay i don't care if you're 17 years old act like a man all right. Uh, it's still unacceptable to be crying about stuff like this, you know, and, you know, you're supposed to have you, you should have your confidence established already before you get into, you know, but even even as a young child, you should be taught to have confidence. And my standard for every young man, uh, my standard for every young man is that you should be you should have your confidence nailed down before you get into your teens. That's not where you establish confidence. Your confidence should become before that. It's not acceptable for me to watch a young teenager, you know, question who am I and what am I? What's my role in life? Okay, that's, you're, that's you're legitimately asking the question, puberty. That you're asking the question too late. That's too what? Late. That's puberty. That is when the seventeen years old is when you go through puberty. No, point zero one percent of people who are yeah, like you said. That. You just said I know, but you, that my standards. I'm still going. I, I, I don't care what the standards are today. I'm still going off of back in the day. And I'm not saying everything was perfect back then, but back, back in the, the day, day, there was no such thing as a teenager. You were a boy, then you were a young man, and then you were a man. All right? And so to me, I'm still looking at this guy going, okay, you're still a man. I don't care if you're 17 and, and you're illegal, illegally below the age of being an adult. You're still a man. Be a man. Act like a man. My standard is still be a man. So if you see I, someone I think crying you can still and complaining have both. I didn't have a problem with him crying. Like him seeing, with seeing the poster and he's kind of like teary. I get that stuff, man. It was just all the time yeah. it's like didn't stop yeah yeah well I, I will say there was one really refreshing thing about this movie um and like you had a refreshing moment one really Toward refreshing the, end, thing, the whole end was awesome one really refreshing thing about this film was that finally well not maybe not finally but mysterio really was a bad guy like he really was legitimately evil 
that remember at the end when he's lying yeah. there and he's giving the speech like, hey, man, you know, like, sorry about all this. And, yeah. you know, it's not your fault or whatever. And he's giving this little motivational speech. And I was like, oh, I guess he's not a bad guy. I guess they were going to redeem him. But then, you know, spoiler alert, you know, uh, Spider-Man reaches up his hand and there's Mysterio trying to shoot him in the side of the head. And I was like, mm, Well, then even, I after like he's, even after he's dead then with the end credit scene where he reveals, yes. Yes. Where he just like ba- basically just they, be spiteful. Right, exactly. Reveals his identity to and, the entire world and blames blames it all on him. Yes, so. and, I, and I'm like, and I'm like I'm like oh I hate this guy and I'm like oh I'm 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 that's good there's a bad guy that I just truly hate oh I want him to kick the crap out of him so I was happy about that the, the Mysterio was very like that's how I imagine when I read him in the comic because he messed with with your head but yeah, the, the right. way that he did it with the technology and stuff yeah yeah and you still do that but also have the super actiony part of him. How does right. he fight Mysterio? Right, right. You know, and right. and uh, because he really doesn't, he fights what Mysterio does to him. It's right, like it's, right. it's like he doesn't fight Mysterio. He fights the smoke directly. and mirrors. He fights the smoke and mirrors. He fights the smoke and mirrors, yeah. and uh, you know, and that was awesome. But yeah, I mean, I I thought it was awesome, especially with J- Jameson at the at the uh, yeah. At scene. The, at the, it was like he's back. That's great. I, don't, I doubt he's back. See, I think it's just, yeah. See now, it's going to be a cameo. Think, really? I, really? I would be. I would be. You know what? Actually, I think you might be right. I would be super surprised. Yeah. Me too. If Sony, le- I mean, the you thing is, is right the that, thing is, yeah. is, I mean, the thing is, is Spider Man's contract with Marvel is done. It's done. Yeah. So all the movies you, are all the movies are used up. Did you guys so they feel, re- okay. they need to renegotiate? Okay. So right. will they get Spider Man back at all? We'll see. And if they do okay. get Spider Man back, who will they get? Because now now they have the ability to renegotiate for other characters too. Do we bring Venom into this? Right. Do we bring J. Jonah right. Jameson right, back? Right, right, right. All that kind right. of stuff. So. Well, that's, this has been a podcast of the Brotherhood of the Silver Screen. We've talked a lot about um, Spider-Man. And uh, Joe, Joey, like yeah, Joey, Joey's going to make me subscribe to his newsletter because he gave a really compelling argument about the why, as to why Spider-Man was acting the way he acted. But those points were also very well done. I can see both sides. <laughs> Let's agree to disagree. And Luke says... Just be a man. Yeah, just be a man. <laughs> he oh. was, finally, at the end. I just need more of it. Next week, we're going to talk about our rankings of MC Universe. Uh, be sure to tune in. We will see you guys next week. Thanks for listening. See you.